0: Kevin O'Coin and I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to crack that can.
0: I did crack it.
1: Oh, I didn't even pick it up.
0: Ah, that sucks. It well, that's unfortunate. I did. There was an
1: uncomfortable amount of silent pause there that I think we were both like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah, well, listen, sometimes it gets picked up by the mic and sometimes it doesn't. Apparently this time it didn't, we didn't have an FCC on the books. A fresh cracked claw, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's you know. I love that acronym,
1: an absolutely. FCC. Yeah. Well, you're just gonna have to
0: crack another one in a little bit, then, Brian. I'm I'm, I'm up for the challenge, Kev. How are we doing tonight?
1: Oh, we're doing. We are doing a busy busy week. No no golf for Kev. Um, very limited golf. Anything just. Busy week. I feel like I've uh, been nonstop for the last uh, six, seven days or so. How about
0: yourself? Well, Stop being so busy. It's not like you're married or have children. I mean, yeah, you're you're young, wild, and free. All right. I I'm really but, barking up the wrong tree here, huh? Yeah, not prob- probably could pick a better audience. Um, so no, I'm just kidding. I know how it goes. Um, sometimes you just can't get away, and uh, I yeah, I wasn't able to get out. I, I you know I had to make something happen out of nothing. We celebrated Easter with my family on Saturday and then uh, Courtney's family on Sunday. So my only option for golf was Friday. Um, and it was it was nice. Um, I'll, I'll get um, it. Sorry. Before you like start telling me, I'm about not going to get into Friday, it yet. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, how is it that
1: you're always able to play on Fridays? Do you have like summer Fridays or something at work, or like how do you make this happen? Or should we not be recording this little section of the podcast here?
0: I appreciate you bringing that up, Kev. Really do. Um, so we have a policy in place at work. It's called a straight six. So if you work six straight hours on Friday, you can leave. Oh, so I can get out there by like. You know, I, or I can leave work by around three, something like that. Maybe I do a call from the road. Um, so a little bit of flexibility uh, on a Friday afternoon. But uh, really glad we dug deeper into that. Is there a, now I'm just genuinely
1: curious about your work schedule. Is there like a cutoff as like you can only start? So like, could you start at 6 a.m.? Be like, all right, I'm out at 12.
0: I don't I don't think so, because if none of the pe- like, who are you going to reach out to? Like you, it's, it's tough yeah. to do, you know what I mean? When it's outbound activity in, in our industry. Yeah, maybe um, you had a lot of
1: administrative work to catch up on, on a Friday. I, I don't know. I'd be looking through those. I'd be jumping through those loopholes. You, you, you? you
0: just waking up at 5. AM fucking throw on some LinkedIn learnings and just crush the room for dude. Are you kidding me? Hours? I wouldn't
1: even go to bed on Thursday night.
0: <laughs> I started working
1: at midnight. I was done at six. I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to go play 18. I might play 36. I'll see you guys on Monday.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. No, I think there are restrictions against that. Um, and also, Kev, the whole thirty-six thing. I I think it's just so much better in your head than when you actually do it. I know for me, at least me personally, and I think we've talked about this before. But I'm getting oh, I'm getting up there in age. I've got a birthday in a few weeks too. Just another notch, another circle around the sun, you know, as Mike Price would say, we're just, we're, we're, we're in it to win it. And we're out here and we're trying not to get hurt.
1: And you can't handle 36 in a day. I, I will say it always sounds like a better idea. And also I think the times that I do it, I've done it a lot last year at Colony, just because of like, I've talked about how it's a great deal for like a replay price or whatever, but I end up walking both times. And when you're walking 36, you are an absolute disaster by the third hole of your second 18.
0: Oh yeah. I, I I can barely walk the next day. I get out of bed and I just, I ache, um, which isn't what you want. Right. Which is Yeah. Not- if you're, I don't know. I will say if you're riding though, I, I yeah. don't
1: know. Cause like if it's a wicked hot day, like it doesn't matter if you're walking or riding, like if it's a really hot day and you're out in the sun for five hours, like that'll, that'll take it out of you, I guess.
0: Yep. John Nate LeChance just bought a push cart. Uh, John Ackley just bought a push cart. Listen, we are converting the people. To the, to the walk. Oh,
1: so this time when we play with them, they'll also walk with us. Do you remember when we played with them last time you and I pushed and they rode in a cart together?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's Ridiculous, Kev. We're not going to we're not going to settle for that. And Nate played with us on Friday um, this past Friday, and he was the only one in a cart. But it's just because the cart hadn't arrived yet. Uh, he sent me a picture earlier this week. The cart has arrived. So i think it's he's still gonna pick and choose when he rides and when he walks because i think he really enjoys the riding aspect of it but when he's around a group of walkers i think it'll probably entice him to walk a little bit more i hope he just fires an
1: absolute num- number the first time that he uses the push car and then he's just completely sold on it he's like you know what i'm never riding again
0: it, it wouldn't surprise me we will see it
1: yeah.
0: um so what are you sipping on tonight
1: Oh, that's a fantastic question. I am drinking a Sam summer right this second. And I actually have a, uh, I have a couple of twisted teas okay. as, a little, I, as a backup, the half and half, not the OG, the half and half. I was,
0: teas. see, that's the first question I was going to ask. I,
1: it's the uh, best kind of twisted tea. I don't care who you are. It's the best. What are you drinking?
0: Uh, You know, I've got an FCC over here, uh, strawberry flavor. We do have a variety pack on deck. So there's a mango and pineapple that are in the lineup as well. Um, We're keeping it it fruity over here. I
1: love how three weeks ago I was like, yes, like you're going to have to get more variety because I think it's going to be Brian Ackley, Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light every week. But now it's like you're almost going, you're going the exact same you're doing variety, but you're doing the exact same variety every week. So now I mean, you're like, you're doing the, the peat and repeat on the, on the white claw variety packs.
0: You know what it is, Kev is it's, I just go to the fridge before we podcast and whatever's there. I, if I made it more of a point to get out, go to the store, grab something specifically for the podcast, then, yeah. then we would definitely have more variety, but I mean, we're just, we're Creeping what's ever left in the barrel uh, at this point.
1: No, I feel you. I think that you're uh you kind of have your go-tos and I tend to even pot podcast aside, I just kind of tend to drink more of a variety. But either way,
0: I digress. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. So um you didn't get to golf, you didn't watch any golf. You're not really helping the team here. Um, but oh what? But- what Why? you know what I did do this past week that I kind of forgot about? I told you I was going to
1: go do it. I did the uh I did like a basically like a retrofitting of my new irons. I like you can like book a fitting at the golf shop near me to do a, they call it like a spec check just to like make sure that like your clubs are like just make sure it didn't have to like bend the lie at all, like make sure mm. like the length was right, like your lofts are good and everything. Um it was 50 bucks. I just kind of wanted to see what they had to say. Um
0: okay added to the spree and i mean yeah. come on you definitely want to consult with somebody about fixing but, your lie well yeah like it, that's
1: kind of like the main thing i was thinking like i didn't think my lofts would be an issue i didn't think the length of the club was going to be an issue like i'm a pretty average like height and everything uh, but i was like oh i don't know maybe like the, like if my lie is supposed to be two degrees flat or two degrees upright and it's not like that can make a big difference but it was an extremely underwhelming experience basically like it's it's weird that I'm saying it's underwhelming because it was very reassuring that like basically like everything's good. Yeah,
0: no, um, that, that dude, that's but, awesome.
1: Part of me was just hoping that like, oh yeah, well like if you do this, you're going to be like a way better golfer and that didn't happen. So now it's just, it's me that sucks. But, yeah, but at
0: least you didn't have to spend more money on the clubs that you had already bought. So now you yeah. know you're good to go. You've got nothing but positive swing vibes and you're just going to crush it this year. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But the- either way. Just don't be a single digit mental midget. Nobody way, wants n- nobody wants that. Um, Nate brought home his first W in fantasy. Um, Defusco came in second, and John came in third. Um, I didn't realize Nate won this week. Good for him. Yeah, he had yeah, his team was stacked. He had Corey Connor, Shane Lowry, oh Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Oh, the guy um, that won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that helps. Um, but Dude, it was it was a wild tournament. Um, I put a little action on Tommy Fleetwood uh, <clears throat> on Sunday before the round started for a top 10 finish at like plus 260 or something like that, and he fucking backdoored in for a top 10, which was cool, but what wasn't cool is I get a notification from DraftKings that says because it was a tie for 10th, they're not going to pay me out the whole shebang shaboodle. Oh, the dead heat
1: reduction or whatever they yeah, call hey, it listen
0: dead heat reduction my nuts that's some bullshit your boy hit all right uh, t10 top 10 uh, yeah it's not tt10 it's
1: right no i i 100% agree i do not i do not like that i don't like when they do that shit i think that's it's bullshit is what it is.
0: It's rude, but also took some uh, Jordan Spieth top 10 money and Jordan Spieth to outright win. Um, doubled down on him in the playoff. Um, and I'm glad I did it. Um, after his tee shot during the playoff, I was not so glad I did it. But after they both threw it into the bunker and I saw the lie, I was like, okay, all right, we got a shot here. Um,
1: yeah, I had Spieth top 10 as well. And I also had I had Varner top 20. I- Probably could have taken – or I could have taken him top ten. That would have been great. But where the real kick in the nuts for me was, Brian, I had tickets from before the tournament started. I bet Harold Varner to be the winner, and I also bet Sepp Straka to be the winner.
0: Both of them both. were
1: just right there.
0: Yeah, Straka, <clears throat> if, if I'm not mistaken, missed yep, the putt on 18. That would have put him into the playoffs.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not... and that would have been a
0: nice ticket. Absolute plus seven thousand or something like that. That's um.
1: Yeah, it was. uh Hold on, let me look right now. It was plus thirteen thousand. Yeah,
0: that's juicy. One hundred and thirty to one.
1: Yeah, that would have been sick. But yeah. um, yeah. Either way, I'll take. I guess I'll take HB three top twenty. Who cares? All
0: right. Well, you don't have to worry about it this week. Um. It's the, the Zurich. Yes, this week is the Zurich Classic. It's a team event. Um, I
1: love this event. I like when they have like the team thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's just not something we're going to be doing for fantasy because of the the breakdown and stats wise. But um, in terms of throwing some, throwing a little bit around on teams I like, I'm in. Um, some of the matchups, though, like do you, like they they pick who they get to play with, right? So. Do you think that any of the other guys like maybe say a Matt Wolf who nobody wanted to play with or say like Harold Varner is watching guys like Colin Morikawa and fucking was it Colin and Victor Hovland that are playing together? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like Patrick Cantlay and Sander. Xander Schauffele playing together like those are
1: like the only two pairings other than like Leishman and Smith that I know. I don't know how you just I just happened to rattle those off so quickly.
0: I love the actually I'm surprised because there I was looking earlier and there's definitely a group that I thought you would have loved. Um, I'm a I'm big on Leishman Smith. I mean uh, Leishman and Smith. I understand yeah. they won it last year, but listen, Australians get down differently, and. They have they play well th- together. They enjoy each other. They like to get hammered on beers. Um, so I like that at plus a thousand. Um, the one that I thought you would have liked um, was Burns and Billy Horschel. Dude,
1: yeah, I saw that earlier, and I did like that. That seems like an odd combination of guys to me. Like I don't know how that ended up happening, but dude, you know what I th- so. I think a lot of the guys on tour actually like Billy, like us as fans, we see him like do like weird shit and like he gets kind of irritating on course. But like, I've mentioned this before, like in his like post-tournament, like press conferences and like anytime you're talking to him or being interviewed, like he's a genuinely really nice guy. And one of the announcers said the other day, Billy is like, the best guy on tour to play with because he is always complimenting his playing partners. Like anytime someone hits a good shot, he's like, Oh, great shot. Great. Like he's like that guy on the course, apparently.
0: So I think a lot
1: of those, I think a lot of guys just like Billy. Um, But going back to the pairing, I don't understand why Billy Horschel and Sam Burns are playing together. That, that kind of seems like a pairing that like, that just ended up happening because like everybody else had paired off kind of thing.
0: All right. I've, and I agree, because you, you see like Terrell Hatton and Danny Willett playing together. Well, obviously, they're taking the same plane across the pond. Like this stuff right. like that makes sense. Riddle me this, though. Harold Varner. And Bubba, they're friends. And Bubba what? Bro, Bubba would be so aggravating to play a team event with like alternate shot he's like yo i'm just gonna play it 50 yards into this fairway yeah. and have it come back and then he hits a tree and you're like all right bubba i realize that you can make this fucking shot out of the woods but i can't all right so put me in the fairway and stop fucking around oh yeah
1: no i i 100 agree i don't think i would necessarily want to play with it but i do know they're, they're buddies like they played in that um I've seen multiple like charity events that they've played together. And then they also did that thing with Harry Higgs and um, Joel Damon on that like pitch and putt that we had talked about a few months Mm ago. I I think they're just boys, which I'm kind of, do you know how like all these pairings end up happening? Like, do they start at like the top seed and that person can like pick who they want? Or like, do they just like, they pair off and enter together? Like, how
0: does this all work? I'm pretty sure they're just free to pick, play who with, who with, but I'm pretty sure they are free to just play with whoever they want.
1: But do is the field identified before the pairings are identified? Like, do you have to be like a certain rank or like, what's the, how do you qualify to get into this tournament? Do you know?
0: Oh, I don't know. But yeah. Ryan Palmer keeps hitting the lottery. He played with (laughs) Scheffler this year. Like the guy just one year after another, but one a long horse that I'm going to put a little bit on because being volatile is fine in a, in a format like this, right? Like if one of your, one of you, your teammates, double triple bogeys, who gives a shit? The other guy is probably going to get par. Yeah. I love Sahith Tagala. I knew
1: knew you were going to say that plus 10,000, I think. Right. Yes. Yes.
0: A hundred to one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in definitely throwing at least five bucks on that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I just I love that. And hey, listen, they might not make the cut, but I, I'm all in on it.
1: I will say they are the only like, long shot pairing that I looked at. And I was like, Oh, that looks interesting. And I think it's just because like, we know their names kind of thing. Like I have I have hostler on my fantasy team, but um, I have no idea. I have no idea who I, who to go with this week, because a lot of the pairings are just so weird, and like you don't really—is it match play?
0: Oh, Gooch Homa, I like that. So yeah, I did see that one. So there's 160 players in the field, 82 mm-hmm. man teams. Yep. Um. So um, players who commit to the tournament get to choose their partner as long as they have some kind of PGA Tour status or receive a sponsor's exemption. Okay. Um. So the teams will compete in best ball in round one. So in rounds one and three, and be in foursome alternate shot in rounds two and four. Um. There is a cut. The top thirty three teams and ties after thirty six holes. Um. Will play the final two rounds. Gotcha. And like last year, there was a playoff. Um. There. Uh. In in a playoff, the team will compete in sudden death, alternating formats, foursomes on the first extra hole, four ball on the second extra hole, and so forth.
1: Okay. That's good to know.
0: I think Cool tournament. Was,
1: was, was, I, like, I like shit like this. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through some of the pairings. Um, so Harry Higgs is playing with Austin Smotherman. Have you seen Austin Smotherman? Um, I'm not sure. The, the, it, He's the kid that you think it's Will Zalatoris, but it's not Will Zalatoris. Oh, okay. have you seen this guy? I I, I probably thought he was Will Zalatoris. Dude, I wish him and Willie Z were on the on a team together. Because like on TV, like if they just show one of them standing over their ball, I, there's been multiple times where I'm like, oh, that's Will Zalatoris, and then like the little name pops up, I'm like that's Austin Smotherman actually.
0: So this is completely unrelated so i'm not sure that no yeah I'd you're good transition here but have you noticed on justin thomas's shirt? there's like it's like a wolf um
1: yeah it's his new sponsor Grayson. what is that grayson it's a brand i have a i have a grayson pullover actually
0: okay Uh, Um you're really it looks like the Yukon logo. That's what I fucking that's what I was thinking. which looks like the Northeastern logo. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we could yeah, yeah, we can keep going down that road. But like I've seen it a couple times and um I was like, that's so strange. And I never even thought to Google it. I was just like, I'll just ask Kev.
1: Yeah, no, I I think it's I think it's Grayson.
0: Yeah. They make they make good shit. My I have
1: a pullover by them, but it's from like Farmington Country Club, so it's like it's, it's like one of those types of brands, like Peter Marlar kind of shit.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Like, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely got it on sale in the pro shop at
0: Farmington Country Club in, like, the wintertime or something. Yeah. No, I I hear you. <laughs> I, I I know how that goes. Um, So, no, yeah, I'm excited for Zurich Classic. Would love to see Cam Smith strap that belt on again for the second year in a row stupid dude though.
1: i need to see cam play another weekend because last weekend he was kind of i thought he was kind of looking like he had a little bit of a hangover from his sunday at the masters
0: well i mean he didn't make the cut what makes you say he that he was not
1: looking good like he didn't like it was kind of like i mentioned on last week's podcast like he just looked a little bit frazzled out there you know i don't like he didn't have control over his emotions
0: how could someone who has the audacity to go out in public in front of millions of people, the way that he looking like he does get frazzled? I mean, like you, you're frazzled proof. What if he comes into the
1: Zurich without the mullet? Could you imagine? He just comes in on Thursday and he's just,
0: just what about the, what about this clean shaved crew cut black hair dyed Okay. (laughs) I don't hate that. Yeah, I do. Uh, But I hate to wear a hat. No hat the entire weekend. um, Well, he's one of those players who wears the hat, but the brim is completely flat. Like, that's not what a hat's supposed to be for. You're supposed to curl the brim, so then the sun stays out of your eyes. Um, The flat brim still keeps it out of your eyes, no? Your brim is not flat. No, I'm, I'm not saying of,
1: my brim is flat, but like, wouldn't, or is it like up like a little yes
0: for part of it? Kind I mean, of it's like, yeah. And like, it's, it's on the top of the forehead. Like there's, you're wearing that hat because Titleist made you wear that hat. Yeah, So he's a unique cat, man. Do you think that the, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. He plays in a different litter box. Yeah. Um, have you, uh, one thing I was thinking about that might be weird for the groupings is the ball. So some players are used to playing a Callaway, a TaylorMade, a Titleist. Yeah. They're not going to be able to replace that ball in alternate shot. They're going right. to need to hit their playing partner's ball. Yeah, for for you know someone like our, our level, I don't think we'd think twice about it. But like I could see it possibly getting in a professional's head. Like the fuck, Patrick Reed was this Strix on bullshit. Yeah. I bet
1: they just, I don't know, practice the week before with it or something. I don't, know. honestly, I bet a lot of the guys do use the same ball.
0: Well, a high percentage of players use Pro V1 and Pro V1X, but there's right. a decent amount of the field that now play tailor made, like yeah. Colin Morikawa. Huh. Interesting.
1: I wonder if just to make it even, they both. Just go, like, maybe one uses the Pro V1, one uses the X. You know what? This week, boys, we're going to use the AVX just, just to make it fair for both. I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I will, um, before I dive into my round, I got to tell you about this crazy story that I heard. So there's this guy. Okay.
1: Wait, let me get, an, let me get another beverage before I hear this story.
0: I respect that. Okay. Okay. So... There was this guy who stole 84 golf carts. You've heard this story? I saw this too. Keep going. Oh, all right. So this guy gets arrested uh, by FBI. Like, this is a federal investigation. This guy steals 84 different golf carts. And not one golf cart 84 times. Um, 84 different golf carts. He ends up <laughs> that selling, would be a racket though. That would just be crazy. <laughs> That'd be so much work. Um, he sells like 70 of them for like three thousand dollars a piece. Um, so I mean a decent profit, but the way he was do what he was doing is showing up to a golf course late at night. Um, golf courts like have universal cart keys, so like that right. and
1: yeah, they can't be that hard to steal. No,
0: I, not at all. I I've got a story for a Patreon episode about uh, me a golf cart in the Dominican Republic on a resort. So that's for another day. Um, but so what he was doing, he was going to these golf courses. I don't know what town it was in, so like it could have been somewhere in you know somewhat it's sticks kind of area where there's not a lot of yeah ring ring doorbells or whatnot. But he was just parking his truck down the road. Running down to the uh, to the clubhouse uh, or where they keep the carts, and putting a key, using a key, driving it up into the truck, and then just taking them one at a time. And if a golf course has like 150 golf carts. And one day, Timmy's, like, lining him up. He's like, shit, I don't see 78. He's not going to tell his boss. I think we only have 149 golf carts because then I'd be like, so you lost a golf cart? Like, it's just going to kind of go, it, they'll write it off. You know, it's it's yeah. a wash. And so this guy was doing this for, for years. Um, And one of the ways he got caught is... He had sold to this guy on multiple occasions. Um, This guy picked up carts from him on a regular basis. What an idiot. Golf carts. And the guy never took out the pencils in the golf cart. And they said all of the golf courses, they had all the golf courses' names printed on the the pencils of where he stole all these golf carts from.
1: Oh, my God. Dude, you know what? I actually, I saw like part of the other, like another one of the reasons that he got caught he was selling these under a different under like an alias so like ryan backley or whatever is his name but his number he was listing was his actual number so like you oh, could boy. look up his number and find this man um but yeah dude i think he was like it was like interstate too like i want to well, say that's he was why living he was federal. in like south dakota or something and like he was stealing carts in florida or something weird like that right
0: Uh, Well, he was selling them across state lines and stealing them across state lines. Once you do anything, if you mailed somebody something that you're not supposed to, that's a felony. It's you're using the uh, the post office. That's a federal agency. Mm -hmm. And then once you cross state lines, that's that's no bueno either. So um, watch some more documentaries, my guy, because that's not the way to do it. I will say, though. It does kind of sound like a genius idea. I'm not saying you go to the local Muni that only has 25 golf carts, but, like, yeah, I mean, God, the guy seems like a go-getter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, he obviously, I mean, he, just, he did, what, like 80-something of these? He must have been somewhat good at his job.
0: Yeah, and so the other way they caught him was he had to use, like, a rental truck. Um, every time he stole one of these. So they have yeah. GPSs in the trucks. So they also went back to all his truck rentals, looked up the GPS coordinations. And it's so weird that every time a golf cart was stolen from a golf course, his truck was in that location. So my boy, my boy got two years federal penitentiary. Um, probably not good. He's probably not doing good um isn't that crazy you only get two years in prison for that i mean they they put people in jail for a lot of shit yeah Yeah, like you
1: i would have thought he'd get more than that like not maybe not 10 years but like five maybe i don't know like that's like i mean 80 carts what do you figure a cart's like five grands it's like 400k like that's a that's a lot of doll hairs
0: yeah, no, I I agree. And don't fuck around in the Midwest. Like, you, what was that? Don't fuck around out there in the Midwest. Like those prisons. Like, I, have you seen Thirty Days in? Like that shit is real out there. Scared straight? Fuck that. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm. I don't need to be scared. That guy's not even gonna drive past a golf course when he gets out. <laughs> Imagine restraining order. You're no longer allowed near any golf courses.
1: <laughs> I think we should get out of here, man. Not allowed, with, not allowed within a hundred yards of a school oh. or a
0: playground on another note
1: <laughs> um, um so you played
0: right yeah so i got out friday afternoon it was good friday um nate was able to play uh which was great nate cleaned up in the golf league ended up winning like 275 um john came in first for the virtual league um
1: for the whole league
0: for, for the points, not for the playoffs, but he still won like four fifty or something like that Damn. coming in first. But yeah, well, I mean, it helps when it says you're an 11 handicap and he shoots like two over par each week. So it definitely worked to his advantage that the league was so poorly run, but there was an email at the end of the year that they promised it'll never happen again. Yada, yada, yada. So we'll, Did they see. copy
1: and paste their email from last year.
0: Now I, 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 Kev, I, I sent an email earlier this year with complaints. I was disregarded. Google popped up It's like, "Hey, Brian, blank, uh, didn't respond to your email that you sent six days ago. Would you like to follow up?" And I'm like, I'm "Yeah, ghosted me, Google. Like, don't, don't bring it up. I know he didn't email me back. Don't you think I was checking that shit every three hours before golf night?"
1: But you yeah, got ghosted, man. A millennial must be running that league.
0: Um, but anyways, was playing. Yes, uh, yes, she was. Um, was uh, played Friday over at Gilead. Nate played with me, Dan, uh, Saint George, and his buddy Mike. Mike also big fan of the podcast. He is in the market for a rangefinder, so I did show him the video of the new uh, the new prism that the guys over at Pin dropped last week. And I'll tell so you, sick. yeah, every time I see it, I'm, the forest green is for me. Um, yeah, every color I think is, I think all the skins look great, but the forest is definitely for me, um, same sort of setup guys, save 10% using promo code life in the rough, use the link, uh, that's in our bio to get you there. Um, pick one of these bad boys up. I know that, uh, we were reached out to by a handful of people that are going to be grabbing these. Um, one came up in a business meeting last week, so that's always fun. Um, but no, exciting stuff. I can't wait to get my hands on one.
1: Hell yeah. They look, they look sick. It's, it's cool that they, what are they, like six different color options that they give you, which is awesome because no other range finder company is giving you an option. You can either get like the other brand that's like the bright green or bright orange, but these, no, you get like six different choices. Pick whatever color you
0: want. You know, that's a great point, Kev, because I'm not like Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson would be all over that light pink skin that they have. It's not for me. But if somebody, say if Abby Kay wanted wanted a pink one instead of a black one, like these are perfect examples of how you branch out. And it's just, it's such a great product and love to see it continue to grow.
1: Yeah. So either way, smash the link, buy a rangefinder, Bam. You're not going to be upset.
0: Nope, support the podcast. So got out um, April 15th. It was a Friday. It was the Lord's Day. It was Good Friday. So people were definitely in church. Kev, it was the first day that you were able to log scores in the state of New York. Um, Glad to see that you were putting that to use. Um, I will tell you, um, just so you know, I logged this score on Friday. No, no, I played on Friday and I didn't log it till like Sunday. And my gin app like yelled at me. Like I was like placing multiple day trades in a day on Robinhood. Like yeah. it's like, listen, you better put your score in immediately after you play. And I was like, wow, all right, I see you. I'm I'm fine. Like I wasn't playing it all again yeah. this weekend. But calm down. Do you know Martha Stewart? Yeah, listen, she went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Um. So went out and listen, it wasn't. Uh, there were a lot of good takeaways, but. I mean a lot of things to work on too. One, two, three
1: I don't like three, when you four,
0: five, six, you have a no. butt.
1: Well, so let, let me
0: so here, let's just <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's just
1: let's just dive in. You're just let's, let's you're just like just you're dipping your toes into the pulp into the pool. Just tell me, just dive in. Tell me the story.
0: All right. So I hit 14 fairways. Okay. Okay. There are 15 fairways to be hit on a golf course yeah no i'm 14 well depending on the depending on the course but on average yeah. hold on i lied one second one two three four five six seven eight nine ten sorry i hit 10 fairways my bad that's very different the but still very good the other squiggles were issues um no the other squiggles were par threes and i i dashed him out in the fairway. So anyway, sorry. Um, hit 10 fairways. I I wasn't missing the fairway by much. Um, and I had six, one putts. I was putting the ball pretty well. Um, no three putts, no triple bogeys. Um, but I only hit two greens. I just – I wasn't hitting greens. I was just leaving myself short. I started bogey, double, bogey, 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 double, par, bogey, bogey, double with a drop, double because I smashed it 30 yards over the green on a par three, more like 50 yards over (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tree. Um, Then par, bogey, bogey, par, bogey. Um, There was only one hole where I hit the green, or I hit a fairway and hit the green. I had two drops. No, one drop. Um, But just... Oh, all right. So this is going to be weird. Let me explain this to you because I brought this up. I was like, Kevin's probably going to wonder what I'm talking about when I say. So I... I got a par. I one putted, okay. and I hit the green in regulation. Did you de green? Oh yeah! Nice. Oh yeah! I was trying. So to... you,
1: did you de green and chip in, or did you? I mean, maybe I, you putted, but like, I put, yeah, I putted hold out from, from the French?
0: Yeah, I I, I hold out uh, with my putter from the fringe. Uh, how long? How long was that? That. So Put my, fr- my first putt was about 15 feet. I smashed it. It probably went 10 feet by, and oh. then I made the putt. And right before I hit it, I was like, cause once I hit my other putt, you know, when you crush it, like yeah, the second I, it came off the club I was like, fuck. Um, so I just, I, you know, watched it roll out. I went over, collected myself. Um, Maybe somebody else had went, but I was just like, okay, all right, whatever. No big deal. You're not a jackass. Just make this for part. And then I'm going to make it. So
1: that's Um, what I want uh, to do. That's well, first of all, that's sick. Second, let me ask you this. How much fringe did you have to put through?
0: Like two feet, like 18 inches. I'd say at least
1: see like, you know me, you know, like if I'm in the fringe, I'm generally going to chip. I've, I'm kind of getting away from that. I'm trying to putt more from the fringe. But the last thing I want to be doing after I smash a putt and like my speed is way off is having to hit a putt through two to three feet of fringe, before, especially on like a shorter putt, like a 10 foot putt like that, where it's like, I don't like you got to have some good speed on it. Like I, my speed would be all over the place there. I think.
0: Yeah. Um, not, uh, I mean, it's still a little early in the year. Like, it's short. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not like, I mean, there are parts.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, you're walking I, up I, to I the, green. From the rough a couple weeks ago because it's so short. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I it's hit like shorter a, than first cut rough.
0: I picked a ball out of the bunker with a 52 degree because I, it was the bunker was green side behind the green was just a marsh like you you only had the land 15 yards and then over it was nothing and i was like fuck this like i can get the club right behind the ball i you can't control the spin which kind of sucked. but i was able to leave it below the hole and you know, at least i left myself a, you know a putt to save something but you know, I didn't yeah. and, and whatever. But it's better than fucking having to go drop after you fucking plunk one. So,
1: oh, hell, dude, I fucking that's how I play at the bunkers at Colony all year. They're fucking bullshit, like dry ass, like basically dirt bunkers. And yeah. I don't like I just hit like a it's, I play like a tight lie I try to hit like a little nippy wedge out there and see what happens. But um, so what did you end up shooting? Ninety one. Dude, that's wild. You had six one putts hit ten fairways. And shot a ninety-one.
0: Yeah, why well, only hit two greens? What? Where were you
1: missing the green? You said short, all of them, or like mainly yeah. short?
0: Yeah, like short, short left, short right, but like so. Was it the temperature or, or like? I mean, it it was a gorgeous day. The first like six holes were absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it be, it all of a sudden like the wind kicked up ridiculously, oh. um, for the last like two thirds of our round, which was pretty unfortunate, but um, it was kind of a combination of things like leaving the ball in a bad spot. Like I'm, I'm laying on dirt where in hindsight and like, and I'm hitting a wedge and it's just chunking into the dirt yeah. where in hindsight, I should have used like a seven iron and just punched the ball onto the green and instead of trying to take it up. I did that probably five times. Um yeah. And just like duffs like that and then it's like all right, we'll pick your fucking head up and let's go. Like Yeah. It's still April so we got time to work some things out but the handicap's going to keep going up. I'm at a 12 9 now and I think like my next five or six scores are all currently counted towards my handicap. So um it'll get me up there just in time for for uh some sandbagging to go on uh, at the men's club at TPC uh, I wasn't even thinking about TPC but That's we what are... I was just thinking about mm.
1: because I actually have <laughs> it's funny because I I just renewed my gym membership uh yesterday or two days ago so I was just like in my gym app looking and I was you know how they give you like your card your scorecard or whatever like of your last 20 scores yeah um I was looking at mine and my Next three, nice
0: crack.
1: Oh yeah, what's that? An FC C?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, fresh crack claw baby
1: strawberry. Hell, yeah. My my next three scores aren't even counting towards my handicap right now, so I have some opportunity to. Fuck man, I really hope I don't put up a good score because then it's just going to go down, and then I am going to play uh, at fucking TPC. Going to get listen, smoked by the by the match play specialist over there. I, listen,
0: I'm not going to say I'm not a match play specialist, but don't let that get in your head. You're, you've got great momentum going into this season. You've already worked the kinks out of your swing, you've got mm-hmm. the lie set and dialed in, you've got the clubs. You've fucking continued the, the shopping spree. You've got me addicted to the shopping spree. Everyone's invested in the shopping spree. <laughs> Keep going. And, this is nice. Keep talking about me, Brian. I, listen, I'm just saying it. <laughs> you you don't need to worry about what other people are playing to because at the That's end of true. the day, you still got to go shoot a number, right? And I'm not saying you need to go out there and shoot a 78 against me. That's Listen, yeah. you can and, shoot an 88 and you'll still be able to probably get it done. That's the thing about match play, which we were talking about it all year long in the virtual league. Like, Listen, final score. I mean, if you shoot a 36, then yeah, your final score was pretty fucking good. And clearly, unless you went like bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie, like, you know, you're playing really good golf. But you can have fucking blow up holes. You can you can put one in the water. And like, that's why Nate is is probably so deadly in match play, because he can put the ball 320 off the tee and he'll beat you on that hole maybe the next hole he tries to do the same thing and he puts one out of bounds. All right. Well, whatever he like, yeah, there are opportunities to, to make it up. And I think I just hang around like a gnat, like I'll just hang there with you and like, just make 12 foot par putts when you have tap-ins for par and just like beat you down that way with body shots and like Mm. beat you like mentally, as opposed to I go out there Hitting greens, draining birdies—that's not my game. Listen. You're like
1: you're like Kisner, like you just like you're just annoying. Like you're, you're just like yes. you just manage to be in every hole,
0: crushing beers, not yeah. packing lips. But yeah, maybe I will. Who knows? I could. you might
1: it. just have to throw in some dippers this year, dude. I don't know. I've thrown a dipper in in a few years, but I, might, I think we're due.
0: I I'm I'm okay on the lipper, but I did have a nipper on Friday when when we went, Mike second hole pulls out a handful of dr mcgillicuddy's oh my oh my god dude i couldn't tell you the last time i had one but it i it 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 didn't go down horribly like i i don't know is mike from like the boston area by any chance no uh
1: i i whenever i think of McGillicuddies, i think of uh like people like boston like I don't know why. Anytime I'm there, like that's all of a
0: sudden McGillicuddy's is like the best think, thing around. I think it's one of those liquors that like if somebody likes it, they like it. Like my, my buddy, Jamie, um, he's that way with like rumplements. And I'm not saying oh. that this like he's buying bottles of rumplements when he's at the package store. But like if we're all out as guys, like he'd be like you Guys, want to do some rumpies? And I'm just like, fuck, no, I don't want to do fucking rumpies. Like, this is which, the same- which
1: one's the rump? I, I've had that before. Is that the one that's like almost root beer flavored? No, rumple, it's
0: the exact same thing as Dr. McGillicuddy's. It, oh, it is, uh, yeah. Um,
1: it's just they come in like a sleeve of nips or whatever.
0: Um, where well, they get like, the little I, tiny I bottle. Rem- I just remember the bottle, like, it's so like. It's so thick, like Goldschlager, that, like, oh, yeah, when you like when you, after Ugh. like the top has been on for a while, you undo it, like, flakes of like what the dried sugar or whatever the shit is that's in your booze is like flaking off the side of the bottle. There's
1: like, string, it's like the cheese pull when you lift up a piece of pizza. There's just like strings coming yeah. off the oh, top. Man. Just, just, disgusting. yeah.
0: I was at the, um, his old country club. He brought me to the member guest um, and we were playing with this very friendly guy, but uh, he was a doctor too, uh, a real doctor, um, Michal. And he, he, this guy's firing down warm nips of sky vodka. And he like tosses some to me and Jamie and dude, it's like 90 degrees outside. Uh And he tossed them to me and Jamie. And I look at Jamie, I was like, Jamie, I'm not fucking drinking this, bro. I was like, we could fucking turn around act like we're doing it and fucking we're putting them in our golf bags. I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. And that's what we did. And then like six months later, I was cleaning out my golf bag. I was like, Oh, sky vodka. What the fuck is this doing here?
1: Dude, I need to tell you about my book. I don't know if you've played with my buddy. I'm not even going to say his name because of the story that I'm going to tell because (laughs) it makes him sound like a much worse person than he is, but he always has Jack fire. Like that's his, that's his liquor to have on the course is Jack fire. And he, for the longest time he would bring like the little leader bottles or whatever. And he's like, dude, like I play a couple times a week. Like there's no point. He's like, he just started toting around a seven fifty of Jack fire in his golf bag. Oh no. No. <laughs> so like he was, so he could just like reach into it, take a swig or whatever. If anybody wants one, take a swig. But he was like, dude, like there's no point in buying the small bottles. I was just buying them like once or twice a week anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of
0: course. See, I work with a guy who hasn't, he stopped drinking like fucking 30 years ago. And he he mentioned one time, he's like, you know, nips are the most alcoholic thing to purchase. He's like, it, you get the least amount out of it. You pay more for it. It's just all about convenience. You know, you're trying to, you know, hide that you're drinking to begin with. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree with you. It's convenient as shit. If you could throw a couple in your pocket, but when you go to the next level and you're keeping a 750 of booze in your bag, you already now sound like an alcoholic, so you might as well just go with the nips. They come in a bucket of 50, and I'm not calling your buddy an alcoholic, he may yeah. not even drink any other day besides when he golfs, and that's fine, but it's just not the best optics
1: like oh no it looks terrible like i've like played so many rounds of golf with this guy that like i just like know it and like i like i'll look to him and be like yo you got the fire like it's like i'm like i oh, i want some <laughs>
0: could i couldn't imagine could you imagine like being paired up with a stranger and you're sitting on the t-box you just you just dialed in your number 165 par three with the the new pinned range finder and out of your peripheral vision you just see a guy pull a 750 out of the out of his bag unscrew it throw it back take like multiple sips you see his adam's apple go up like multiple times this guy just drank like five ounces of fucking liquor and bust out a little
1: swirly straw
0: yeah like he puts a straw in it just so he can tip it upside down so the (laughs) liquor falls in his mouth quicker yeah exactly what what is your reaction there because i think we've seen some extreme stuff on the golf course i think that might throw me off my game
1: yeah. No, it's, it's like the first time I saw it, I was just like, I was busting his balls and he, and I don't know. He just basically was like, dude, I don't, don't want to get the small bottle anymore or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But like now it's, it's honestly, it's awesome because like if like four of the boys are out, we're playing, we're playing 18. He's like, Oh, he's like, anybody want a shot? And I was like, yeah, fuck. I'll have a shot. And like, he passed the bottle around. <laughs> and then it's like, you get, you get to 10, 11, 12, you're like, damn, that bottle's getting kind of low.
0: You'll have COVID by the turn.
1: Oh, hell yeah. COVID with the boys. So that's what it's all about.
0: Hey, at least you can all hang out together and keep golfing.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. That's a good point.
0: I thought about that at one point during COVID. I was like, listen, if I get COVID on the golf course with one of my friends, does that mean I can still go golfing with that one friend? The thing is, Courtney's reaction was not on the same level as mine. She's like, no, you need to not put other people at risk. And I was like, listen, the only people who are at risk are the people on the green, because that's not where I'm getting with my second shot.
1: If you and I got COVID back in like June of 2020, we would have just fucking pitched a tent out in the middle of Stanley Golf Course and just stayed there for two weeks and just played 36 every single day, Uh, maybe 18. Yeah, I think I mean, I would have done that.
0: Listen, I
1: there's worse places to stay in New Britain for sure.
0: Yeah, the streets. Um, yeah. So uh, I have a tea time booked for this Friday. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get out this weekend, though. Uh, on oh, wait, you have to be able to
1: use the tea time?
0: No, 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 no. I think I should be able to play on Friday. Um, oh, okay. Saturday and Sunday. I don't know. Uh, if I'll be able to play in a men's club event, which I I'd really like to get into one soon because I've only played in two and they've both been horrible. So I'd like to, you know, I get, it's only April. Like it's, it's still very early. There's going to be a lot of events left to play in and there's a lot of different options. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you got to accumulate your, uh, your points too.
0: Got to get, got to get those points Got to for get the those FedEx points.
1: cup. Um, I have an announcement which actually I don't even know if I should announce because I don't think they've announced it yet, but the Town of Colony Golf Course is supposed to open either this Thursday or Friday. Now, we did get snow oh. last night into this morning, like a couple inches. It's basically already melted, so I don't know if that's going to set them back at all, but I'm hoping I'll be able to get out at Town of Colony this weekend for the first, first time of the year, which is honestly crazy. Like They're legitimately, I think, the only course that has not opened in the area i don't really know why hopefully it's not cause for concern
0: um it's it's about time they open it up buddy it's about time
1: i would and honestly i know what's going to happen we're going to get there and only two of the four nines are going to be open
0: because the
1: the two in the middle are always soaking wet even on the driest of days so
0: as long as you're able to get out there who cares and it might be beneficial because you might be the only person out there
1: yeah that's true that's definitely true i don't know either way i'm excited for the weekend finally able to log some scores hopefully i can uh, hang up a few low ones
0: i want to get to the range i want to, uh, oh D- go, why don't you just oh never mind you can only play on friday yeah probably
1: can you get away for like an hour over the weekend Try to hit the range over the weekend.
0: Uh yeah, That's- yeah, we could we could try to figure something out. I need the the uh, range of blackledge to open up because the thing is the range down in Portland, it's like 23 minutes away. So you know, 23 yeah. minutes two ways, we're at 46 minutes. I haven't even hit any balls yet. Have you been liking the Mevo? Like is yes, it- but even the, the, the weather's swings sh- or no? yeah, no, no, for sure. It's just the weather's been it's been kind of raw, like. Yeah, Once it gets up to like 65, being outside when it's 45 is really not as desirable. It's like you have a 45-degree day in January. You're like, this is amazing. You have a 45-degree day at middle of April. You're like, this is some bullshit.
1: Dude, it fucks with you, right? Do you hmm? have any idea how much this snow fucked with me today?
0: Hor- well, it, it the reason it would really upset me is because of the you know, the, of uh, the after effects that it's going to cause. If it doesn't melt soon, it's just going to continue to slow down. Um, the course from being ready. And that's, that's not what we want.
1: Oh yeah. I know. We're already uh, talking about the course I played two weeks ago or whatever that I, I've told you about. is just like, it somehow stays dry as fuck. We already have talked about just making a tea time for Saturday there and then reassessing on Sunday for colony. But Either way, I'll be able to report back next week on uh on where we end up playing.
0: All right, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I uh, can turn an 18 into 18, a practice round and maybe an extra woo
1: nine. Yeah, and maybe even the range like you just mentioned you wanted to get to. Who knows? Maybe we'll go buy
0: some. No, new don't clubs. if you
1: if you haven't whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
0: We're throwing Definitely. out maybes here. Why not? Oh,
1: I hope next week we're talking about the new club that you have either in your bag or on the way. Oh. oh. We'll stay tuned. I I will stay tuned. I, I'm Kevin O'Coin.
0: And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.
1: See ya. <laughs>